Shalom. In this week's Parsha, Parsha's Chaisa, we have the dominating character of Eliezer, the slave of Avram, who was Zoyche and merited to be called Eved Avraham. And that is despite the fact that he was really destined, destined to be cursed. He was cursed because of the curse that Noah gave to his son Ham. As we know, Noah had three three sons, Shem, Ham, Ve'yafet, and Ham was cursed, and Eliezer was from his descendants, and the curse was that he'll be a slave to the nations coming out of his brothers, Shem and Yafet. And instead, he was he merited to get out of that curse, to a certain extent, and be the slave of Avraham Avinu. So question number one we have to understand is, why was the curse that Noah gave Ham, Eliezer's <coughs> predecessors, such a harsh curse. That's question number one. Question number two is how come Eliezer, the slave of Ram, how was he how do you, how was he able to overcome that curse? To understand the answers to these questions, we have to go backwards in history and try to understand exactly what Chazal, the sages, teach us about the reasoning for the curse. So we know that the Gemara says that what happened was that Noah was he became intoxicated after he left the, the ark and with wine, and as a result he he uncovered himself in his tent, and his son Ham saw his father's nakedness and performed a despicable act according to one opinion in the Gemara, which caused Noach to be unable to procreate in the future. And Chazal teaches us that what was the reason for this doing? Because he wanted to ensure that there will be more inheritance for each person, meaning it was a selfish act that he wanted to get more for himself. As a result, it was appropriate to get to being cursed by Noach that you want to be selfish, now you're going to do the opposite of being selfish. You're going to always be working as a slave for your brothers, the nations coming out of your brothers, which which is Ham and Yafet. Now, the reason Eliezer, Eved Avam, was able to get out of that curse is because he continuously worked hard on himself to get out of that midah of selfishness. And we know it's a Mephosh Kliyakal. He teaches us that a person automatically inherits a lot of times automatically inherits the midas, the traits, the character traits of his parents. When they come, yeah, he, he he gets those traits, so he has to, for good or for bad, so if they're good, that's amazing. He starts at a high point in life, but if he gets the bad traits, then he has to work hard to get to get out of them. Now, Eliezer worked hard on it, and that's why he was to be Eved Avam, and we'll see more of that in the near future. But before that, with this understanding, we can marviach, we can gain another another uh, answer to another question. If we look closely in this week's parsha, we see that twice it is mentioned the whole story of that Eliezer went, that Avram came to Eliezer and he asked him, "Please find a wife for my son Yitzchak." And Eliezer says, "Okay." And Avram says, "Make sure you take a wife from here and here." And Eliezer says, "But." Maybe I won't, what if they don't follow me? Maybe I won't find one, which in Hebrew is the word ulai, ulai anilo 
So Ram says, don't worry about it. If that happens, don't worry about it. And later on, when Eliezer davens to Hashem to have a sign to find the wife for Yitzchak, Rivka, which was that she'll give him water to drink and also the camels, then right after that, she came with him and they went to her house and he spoke over what happened. And also over there, he says the same story. Now, the second time around, when he says the same story of how Avram approached him, his master approached him to find the wife, then over there the word is not spelled Ulai, maybe. It's spelled without a Vav, which can also read Elai. Not only what if I don't find a, a wife for Yitzchak, but as if it's saying me, Elai. A lie. What is that hinting to us? So Rashi already on the parsha says, and it's quoting a midrash, midrash Rabbah, says because Eliezer was thinking to himself, maybe, maybe it's most appropriate that she'll mar- that Yitzchak will marry my daughter. I have a daughter, and to that the midrash continues to say that Avram Avinu answered. No, 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 no. I come, I'm blessed, and you're weak, you're cursed, and it's not matim, it's not appropriate that someone blessed will get together with someone cursed. So the question is, why was Avram Avinu being so harsh and speaking in such a stark, such a strong tone against Eliezer, his slave, who was pretty good? We see he did a lot of good things for Avram. And perhaps the reason is based on what we just said. That Avram Avinu was trying to show Eliezer, don't think you're totally out of the woods. You still have that trait of selfishness that you got from your ancestors, from Ham. I'm your master and I asked you to find a wife for my son. And what are you doing? You're thinking about yourself? You want him for your daughter? That is exactly the problem that your ancestors have, Ham. And now you're doing the same? You're still cursed. You are not out of that. That curse is still remaining in you because you still have that trait of selfishness. Now, to carry this further, Eliezer took this seriously and he really wanted to work on himself as he continuously was doing. And the Shem Ishmael says that that's exactly the reason, if you look in the words, that he goes on to say, when he davens to Hashem, please help me find soon, today already, a wife for Yitzchak. Why? Why did it matter if it was today or tomorrow? Why do you want to do, to do it so fast? Because he didn't want to let his evil inclination, the Yitzchak, get the best of him and attack him again and try to convince him that Yitzchak is, is appropriate for his daughter. To take it a step further, it is very interesting to note that when do we see in the Psukim, in the, in the, in the Torah, that it said... Elai, it's spelled for me instead of maybe, Ulai. It's only the second time around when Eliezer speaks to Rivka and, and, uh, and to her family. Only then the Torah tells us that it's, it's spelled Elai. So why is that? It would make a lot more sense that the first time when Avram Avinu spoke to him and that dialogue is being presented that at that point in time the Torah should already tell us that Eliezer thought in his mind, oh, wait, Eli, she should really, uh, Yitzchak should really come to, to my daughter. Why didn't the Torah say that the first time around? So if you look in the Rishonim, a lot ask this question and give different answers. 
but I want to share with you a fascinating, a fascinating answer I saw brought down. I saw it inside in this book. The Kotzke Rebbe has a, a sefer on the Torah called Oil Torah. And he says there, because the first time around, Eliezer was so blinded by that selfishness of his, because he was so nogeah b'davar. He was so, it was so, he didn't even realize that. So the Torah didn't say it, because Eliezer himself didn't realize that in his subconscious level or deep inside, he really did hope that things would work out, that Yitzchak would be for his daughter. And only later on, once the sign that he asked Hashem, to, to give him that it's the right wife and he realized for sure Rivka is the right one then it was totally obvious to him and only then he could really be objective to the matter and realize that deep inside he had this motivation to try to play around with things so that Yitzchak will marry his own daughter now just to summarize so what happened here is Eliezer continuously worked on himself and that is why he, he merited to get out of the curse and he deserved to be the slave of, of Amavino and not of his brothers. And one of the most important lessons to learn from here is a person needs to continuously work on himself. Whatever it is, he has to work on himself. And the only way to really do that, especially if a person has a tendency to be selfishness, selfish, but not only that, in every... In every realm, in every domain, the best way is like we spoke in the past, like the Mishnah Pirkei Avos says, The Mishnah Pirkei Avos says, that's when a person has gray areas in his life, he's not sure what the right thing to do is. But to be totally objective, that's in order to make a decision, if you're really doing something for, and it's coming from a bad place, that is not necessarily to do with a Rav, that's to do with someone that knows you well, but can also not be connected to the thing directly, which is a good friend, that can really have an objective view and tell you if he thinks you're doing it because of ulterior or external motives. And with that, I want to end with a story that shows about how someone really worked hard himself in a specific situation, and he was able to see Siata Dishmaya through it. But because we reached the ten minute mark I'm gonna I'm gonna make a new uh I'll, I'll send another clip. So Emil Hashem will be Zoicha to take this idea with us and continuously work on ourselves because that's really the whole idea of life. It's to work on ourselves. Like Rav Dessler says, it doesn't matter where we start in life to which family, in which environment and which tools we got, but the whole idea is to continue growing and working on ourselves in Iratzon that we'll have good friends. We'll be zoichet to have good friends that will help us have an objective look at things to allow us to continue growing. Good job.